1: Hey, all seven rounds and heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. It's a time in South Beach. It is I, Rob Paul, A.K.A. future mayor of football hotbed Phoenix, Arizona, and with me, as always, is AJ. The state of Arizona is a hellhole, Marquesi.
0: <laughs> okay. well, don't don't send uh, it's a sun devil nation after me, Rob. What's your uh, platform for forks okay. up? Okay, that's it. I like it.
1: Forks up and bear down. That's that's my platform. Okay.
0: we will probably win.
1: Let's make Arizona amazing. Okay. Today, we're talking all the NFL rookies who thrived and struggled in week six. Let's hit it. Seven.
0: Seven. 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 One, two, One, two, three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up. To Cleveland, maybe. maybe looking for a Lawrence or Suelle. Don't draft specialists on L. the first mm-hmm. day. Eh? Don't mm-hmm. draft mm-hmm. specialists on the second day. Mm-hmm. Maybe draft mm-hmm. a punter mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. sixth. We'll see. Let's, Let's go seven, seven rounds. Mm-hmm. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song.
1: The wait is finally over. A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff, and the World Series is in full swing, and maybe you're betting on something else too. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great signup up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Before NFL talk, we have some sad news from the 2021 NFL Draft class. Um, Penn State running back Journey Rounds expected to miss this season due to a medical condition. Undisclosed, there hasn't been many details yet, but obviously a big blow to that Penn State team. And the running back class in general, mm-hmm. um, Brown was, I think, a summer riser and pretty much consensus top five running back in a class heading into the year. Um, had over 800 yards last year, 12 TDs. Big, big, big playback. I really liked him. I believe AJ also really liked him.
0: I did. I thought he had a really good shot to be the third running back uh, off the board. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, he, like, especially with Kenneth Gainwell already opting out, I think it was a very, very good chance. Like, it wasn't consistent through the season, but in the games where he was featured, it was big time.
0: Very much so, yeah. And, I mean... This is scary. Uh, hope all is well, but uh, yeah, it, for for multiple reasons, this uh, this is disappointing and shitty news.
1: Um, on a brighter note, the Dolphins did name Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, you got it. I can say it when I'm not on the podcast. That's why I feel <laughs> confident trying to say it, and then I can't.
0: Uh, I've got a lot of those names that like Tua, I practice.
1: Tua. Yeah. Oh my God. Tua. Tago Viola starting QB for week seven against the Rams.
0: Uh, you still got it wrong, but that was. <laughs> I, I'm pretty say shocked. It, say a big shot. The fuck, not under. Tua. To, uh, Tonga Veloa.
1: What did I say? Oh, I said Tago Viola. Yeah. I don't know what. I'm going to stop saying it. It's no. Tua time.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty shocked that this happened. Obviously, we saw him get into the game at the very end against the Jets, but uh, I didn't expect this news when I was awoken this morning, Rob. How about you?
1: um only because like Fitz had been playing very very well exactly. they've been winning games
0: They're it very makes much... sense
1: I'm glad I'm I'm glad they did it. it makes sense but like they just blanked the Jets I mean it's the Jets but still and you'd think maybe that would be the game where you'd start Tua yeah
0: um
1: just because it's the Jets but at the same time Fitz was coming off a, like an amazing performance against the 49ers mm-hmm. um and I guess they, they they didn't want to wait till uh, their bye week. I think their bye week's week eleven. Um, so I guess they didn't want to wait that long. And and so he he's debuting at home against the Rams, then in Arizona, then at home against Herbert and the Chargers, then the bye week. So a, th- a nice little three game showcase uh, prior to the bye. Um, I mean,
0: yeah, I I also love it. It just again, it caught me off guard. And like you said, Fitz was playing really well. Um, <laughs> I I am kind of glad we got to see them. Like it's funny. It's like did those two plays sell them I'm like all right, this is our quarterback next week, boys. But, Yeah, with with the Dolphins being very much in the playoff picture right now. Uh call me off guard and they're playing good football. Uh I mean, this is this is awesome though. It's exciting as hell. Uh, I and gives us it gives us a lot more content. So that's that's great for us. Big win for us, Ralph. And,
1: and and I think the, the offensive line's been overachieving, and uh, yep. a resident resident Dolphins fan uh, in front of the show Matt McCoon, pointed to that as why he thinks it happened. Now is is yep. because that that Dolphins uh, young offensive line's been playing much better than expected. Um, and, and they, I mean it's not like they don't have weapons around them, right? Like the Gisecki's running back situation, yeah. Yeah, the running back situation is not great, but the pass catchers, I mean, yeah, you mentioned Gaseki, Devonte Parker. Preston Williams, like, that's three legitimate NFL talent playmakers.
0: I like, Gaskin's um, enough right now, like, for – Yeah, well,
1: and, uh, like, the defense is playing pretty good football right now. It's a fun team to watch, and yeah. inserting it makes it that much more fun.
0: It was so great to see Fitzpatrick's reaction on the sideline when, when they put two in. And I'm sure yeah. he's just going to be, like, an, the ultimate cheerleader continuing for Tua. Uh, yeah. It makes this team, like you said, already fun to watch. It makes them 100 times more fun, though.
1: Very much so. Okay, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, uh, rookie QB rundown, Justin Herbert on the bye week. Um, most people are expecting him to play at an MVP uh, level when he returns, especially me because I made a big trade in fantasy to acquire him. Um, more importantly, Joe Burrow played against the Colts. Uh Almost won the game, didn't quite. They uh, they fell 27 uh, He ended up throwing an interception on their final game winning style drive. It was uh, it wasn't a great game by any stretch, but it was nice to see him kind of have a bit of a bounce back game after what we saw against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was more like um, I, I want to say his week two game where he's throwing a ton of passes and they're not really pushing the ball that far downfield but, but he, he's looking confident he he's he's poised behind a bad offensive line uh that's a good Colts defense too and, and and they managed to put up points it it wasn't again it wasn't a lot of big plays a lot of the drives are sustained like long drives um like it, I, yeah. I, his rushing touchdown came on like a, i think a 12 play like 7 minute drive um again not it wasn't it, like, he wasn't one of the best rookies this week by any stretch, but uh, if he hadn't been playing so well to, uh, for that, what, three-game stretch earlier in the year, I, I, you would look at this and be like, this was a really nice game from him. Just our standards became so high with him. <laughs> that this was, I, I'd say, like, it, it was an okay game, um, but a, a great game in the context of a rookie bouncing back from a horrid performance the week before.
0: Yeah, very, very, very much so. And, I mean, almost came back, like you mentioned, there were... Down big. Um, I assume you didn't mention it was Julian Blackman making that great pick because you're mentioning him later in the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, I will okay. be mentioning him. Um, they and they weren't down big. They were way up and they blew oh, the lead.
0: Sorry, my bad. Reversed. I'm stupid.
1: Yeah, it's okay. They they are up 24-7 and like going into near the end of the second quarter and then uh, the Colts came alive.
0: I'm dumb. I, I forgot that he wasn't drafted by the Colts. Kidding uh hey one more rookie quarterback saw a couple snaps jalen hurts baby uh two rushes for 23 yards and caught a pass for three yards uh i thought he sparked the offense a bit obviously when he was in there um they weren't really doing much they threw him in he got a couple rushes and like wentz has gotten his head mostly out of his ass the last two weeks but the team is still a disaster i mean good game but they still lost I, I do think it would be smart to continue to mix Jalen Hurts in and mix him in more. I, I th- Just getting him involved. And they, they had both of them on the field a couple of times and uh, had had them both in the backfield with their hands up. You didn't know where the ball was going. And then, yeah, getting him in the ground game. And uh, he looked effective. And just just to mix that in, I think, is important.
1: Is there any realistic way you see Jalen Hurts starting a game this year for the Eagles?
0: Uh, no. If they were in a better division, maybe. (laughs) I mean, Wentz could – this is terrible to say, but if Wentz gets hurt, yeah, and he's taking a pounding behind that terrible offensive line. Uh, But, no, I I think just based on performance, I think Wentz is, like, doing well enough now after the last two weeks that uh, I don't see him getting benched for hurts. But I do see him getting mixed in more, and I think it would be smart too.
1: I've got an even better question. (laughs) Okay. Obviously, we have seen Herbert and Burrow start. We're going to see Tua start. That's the three quarterbacks who went in the, the top ten. Not surprising, we're seeing them start games. Will we see any other quarterback drafted in the twenty twenty draft start a game this year? Uh, that could include your friend Ben Denucci.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess there's a chance Denucci starts. Uh, like, who else would there even be? Uh, Love Jordan Love no. in
1: a week seventeen throwaway game?
0: Maybe. Maybe. Um, Eason, if the Colt, like Eason's no chance. Uh, no, I'm going to say no, just, just for the exercise. Maybe Ben, Ben DiNucci might be the best chance right now. To be uh, honest.
1: If, if you, had to, if you had to bet on someone, I think you're betting on Ben DiNucci.
0: <laughs> he, he got action. So, I mean, yeah, I, I agree.
1: Uh, okay. Moving on to your offensive rookie of the week.
0: Uh, I'm going to Tr- Tristan Wirfs, who I thought was absolutely fantastic in a tough ass matchup against the Packers. And he was uh, he was so good, and obviously they kicked the Packers' ass. Uh, didn't give up a single pressure. Worked the run game beautifully. I know I've said this for months and met so many times, but like he is exactly who the Bucks needed going into the draft. They were lucky he fell far enough for them to strike and grab him one pick, whatever. Uh, and he's been better than they could have ever expected. Like exactly what they needed. Um, I'm pretty sure Tampa's first in DVOA, and without him, I honestly think that might be different.
1: He, he would have been I, – I figured you'd pick him, so I I, uh, I put a second one. But, um, I I mean, I don't think there's been a better offensive rookie than Tristan Wurfs this year. I don't know if there's been a better rookie in general, especially w- with him being inserted onto a team that's expected to contend for yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. At no point has he been – like, obviously the Bears game was his, his, toughest, his toughest game. He, he's battling Khalil Mack. But, although he did – give up um, uh, uh, some pressure and sacks. That game, like, as a whole, he, he played way better than most rookies would against Khalil Mack.
0: I agree. And, and, like, he got flipped the one time, and that's the highlight. But, no, I don't... Yeah. Like, it, was, it wasn't it was a good game, but I don't think it was a brutal game at all.
1: No, would, like, I, I wouldn't ding him and say it was one of the five worst that week or anything. Like, no. I think it was, like, a fine.
0: Agreed. Um,
1: it, it, like, has there been a better rookie than him? through the first six weeks of the season
0: in the context of uh being on a competing team and you know like maybe maybe he's the most valuable rookie so far
1: that's it that's it because obviously offensive tackle is one of the hardest positions in general it's like one of the three most important positions and rookie offensive linemen generally have a tough time translating look at Andrew Thomas with the Giants and Wurfs has been money from day one. I think he's on his way to making a Pro Bowl as a rookie.
0: oh uh, yeah, he's got a great chance to do so. Uh, again, if the Bucks keep winning and they've been great and the defense has been great, uh, yeah, no, rookie season is really within his reach. Agreed.
1: And, and just talking more, uh, you, you already went through this Packers game a little bit, but like the fact that he he's going toe to toe with Darius Smith, mm-hmm. Preston Smith, like just. One of the the best pass rushing groups in the NFL, and they did he's nothing. giving up. He gave up zero. Yeah, like he's just so athletic and so strong. I still cannot believe he fell as far as he did. The fact that he fell over the top ten is crazy. Um, Very man, much so. He, he is. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He's already one of my my favorite um, offensive linemen to watch in the NFL.
0: And so. and leading for a Rojo career game, I assume. <laughs> I don't know if it was the best game of the script, but I'm sure it was. <laughs>
1: throw He he's back to back to back 100 yard games whoa stud i told you not, i don't miss <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna go with justin jefferson yeah uh, i think that would be the obvious other choice to tristan morphs this week yeah uh flashier game uh as a skill position man nine catches 166 yards two touchdowns just the okay i think that the the best play was the stutter and go yeah he just killed Kendall Sheffield uh poor Kendall Sheffield. I've watched too many Falcons games and Kendall Sheffield's not very good. Um but just his ability to run routes and just torch people already is impressive. And he he's he's emerges the go-to guy and he's been one of the best wide receivers this year in general.
0: Very much so. Um Yeah, like, the class as a whole is, like, it just... It's every week. It's not like you're seeing these headline numbers, but, I mean, you'll see a couple tweets, like, where, like, this class as a whole is just putting up insane numbers for them and Jefferson's at the top of the class. And remember, like, the first two weeks, like, didn't get him involved enough and we were saying that and then it's, like, all of a sudden just, boom, clicked. And I guess because the Vikings' offense were just a shit, shit show the first two weeks anyways. But, yeah, it's been amazing. And, I mean, it's almost like, like, Going into a game now, you ex- you're expecting him to have like 80 yards and six catches and a touchdown. Like that's a baseline day, you know. Like it's it's pretty remarkable.
1: Well, th- this in the Titans game from earlier, that's two of the best wide- rookie wide receiver performances I think the NFL has ever seen.
0: Fair enough. Um, yeah.
1: th- this one getting a little less attention because they did get blown blown out by the Falcons, but yeah, um, like he th- through six games, he's already over 500 yards. He's averaging. Uh, over nineteen a catch, yeah, and that's the, the, the the funny thing is at LSU, it wasn't like he was the like not to say he wasn't a big playmaker, like downfield playmaker, but he was known as the kind of the safe slot guy. He was yeah. always working himself open in, in zone coverage, finding holes, and just a really great underneath route runner. And then he he gets to the Vikings; they need him to be more than that, and he has been more than that. And he's torching man coverage. He's just he's so. His start stop ability and ex- explosiveness out of his breaks his his understanding I think of how how to win with a release and how to how to win with a stem and just he is so nuanced for a route runner and honestly, as a rookie
0: I think that's why we were both bullish on him is that like winning in the slot I don't honestly I think sometimes that people think it's too easy but we saw all the nuance in his route running and I thought like. <laughs> He had a great combine. And I'm like, all of that can translate to being a downfield guy, too. So, um, regardless, though, like, I, what a major win win the Diggs trade was for both teams, eh? Oh, for sure. Like, um, I, I'm happy when we get trades like that, where, where we kind of pegged Jefferson to the Vikings, like, the second that trade happened. But, like, yeah, that, that worked out great for both teams.
1: It's going to be sick when Trey Lance is throwing him the football. Uh,
0: that'd be, it is going to be
1: sick. Okay, defense rookie of the week.
0: I didn't have anyone obvious at all, so I I kind of went. Back. I didn't either. Yeah, I honestly I don't think it was a great week, f- like unless the, the top couple of guys, and then it's like yeah. Anyways, um, also it's kind of just a shitty week of football in in general, to be honest. One of my least favorite. Online,
1: Wrong. In my Wrong. opinion. Wrong. Anyways. Wrong.
0: I'm going back to the well. A bit of an up and down game, but I thought the highs were so high that I gave it to Jalen Johnson because. Like, the two PBUs he had, the one just amazing play, and then Gibson made the interception. I don't know, man. That was, like, one of my favorite plays from Sunday. Yeah, he gave up some yards, had some rookie mistakes where, like, he, he just blew a coverage. Um, I think he got called for a really bad DPI. I don't know. Like, he hasn't made those mistakes at all. And I, just the ability to break on balls and – uh the lack of the rookie mistakes outside this this the one or two he made in this game. I just it's been so great. So I almost gave him there's no one here. I give it to him. <laughs> it's kind of what I did. And,
1: and again, when you look at a lot of these other rookie corners struggling, it's impressive how yeah. he's uh, a starting corner on one of the best defenses in the league and he and he looks like he belongs and you've mentioned last week um some of his, his penalties, and then this week a couple of his struggles. But it, it's like when you look at it through the lens of he's a rookie second round corner who has been thrown into the starting lineup on a team that's competing competing for yeah. a playoff spot, and he, he he's playing this well, and he looks like he belongs. I think that's a huge plus.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, it was another tiki tack DPI this week, so
1: so we don't count it here. At exactly. Seven rounds in heaven, exactly. Uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of like major defensive rookie performances this week um i went with julian blackman yep the Colts safety he had the game-winning interception uh on, on off joe burrow it was a perfect play where i, I don't know if Burrow didn't see him or thought he could fit it in before blackman mm-hmm. would break on the ball and make a play and he just he jumped the route and ended the game he's just been so his instincts have been so incredible for a rookie he is the perfect safety for that defense too like malik hooker had had so much potential and just never could stay healthy he's gonna be gone for agency for sure now and and black blackman looks like he's gonna start back there for a decade i don't know if he'll, he'll be a pro bowl guy but he's been so disruptive in coverage for a rookie uh who who went in the third round and a lot of people criticized the pick and Me he just he's also tough as hell. Yeah. Like he throws his body around. I think him and Jordan Fuller have been I know Fuller's on IR now, but they've both been just so it's the instincts, the physicality and this is the safety train coming through <laughs> Musiman right now. Um they I don't know. I I just love safeties and when you you get just guys who are so smart and tough, and it it kind of outweighs maybe some of their physical shortcomings. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> that's that was me as a player.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I heard one time you put a, you pancake Nathan Shepard, though.
1: Yeah, now now he's his NFL career is not going so well. So uh, who's the who's the worst rookie you saw?
0: Uh, this is a mean one. I think I've done it a couple times. I I didn't have like a standout terrible performance, but Terrence Steele was bad. <laughs> But that Cowboys offensive line was fucking brutal. Like, I guess Biotish was okay, Com- like, considering. But, I mean, the Cardinals felt like they are getting pressure on every snap. Chandler Jones wasn't playing. Uh, you were out there on the other side. What's his name? I, I don't, like, I don't Den- know who it is. Den-, Den-,
1: Den. What is it? Gardek. I keep talking. Gardek, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Gardek. It, Dennis, it's Gardek. He's it's the you. best.
0: It's literally you out there on the edge. Anyway, so... That <laughs> was just really bad. I mean, the Cowboys first of all, the entire office looked terrible, but the office line especially
1: but uh, the, yeah, the... De- sorry, one sec, Dennis Gardek has a sick like route to the NFL. He, he he's from Lake in the Hill the town is called Lake in the Hills. It's in Illinois. Okay. And I guess it's just a Lake in the Hills. I don't know. Yeah. Um he played at Crystal Lake High School. <laughs>
0: is that where I don't where, know if
1: that's the lake? That's where Jason's from, isn't he? The, the I don't, horror, is it?
0: Horror guy, yeah.
1: In Illinois?
0: Camp Crystal Lake, yeah, I don't know.
1: Okay, okay, we'll, we'll we'll chalk that up for you. Yeah, he went to West Virginia State.
0: What the fuck is West Virginia State?
1: Um, It's not a lot going on on their Wikipedia page, can't tell you very much. Uh, they're the Yellow Jackets. And then transferred to Sioux Falls... Yeah, where where he was a nominee for the Harlan Hill Trophy and a finalist for the Cliff Harris Award. Wow. He he is a six foot two, two hundred and fourteen pound edge rusher. I told you so. It's you. Anyway, back to back to what you were doing. Uh, Sorry. Uh,
0: no. Okay. So I <laughs> no, I was just going off on steel. and then my, but my last point is it's it's not like he's well he is playing because of injury, but he was starting at right tackle the whole year, so uh, I felt a little bit better about putting him here because of that. <laughs>
1: West Virginia State's football program doesn't exist anymore.
0: Okay, I like. I don't think. It's amazing to me. Like, how does that guy find his way to the NFL?
1: They will. They had a couple no win and one win seasons, and are holy shit! This team is bad. Uh, uh, okay, I, this I'm way off topic. Okay, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Do we end the show? Not, not this episode. We keep doing the episode, but we cancel the show and go and try out for West Virginia State.
1: I could start at West Virginia State. I, I'm I, confident in that.
0: What position? Oh, you'll be, be like, ah, oh, it's Gardak all over again. Our <laughs>
1: Gardak's back. <laughs> he's a short. He's a shorter Gardak.
0: He's, he's hes the same age as us, too, so for the record.
1: Don't reveal our age to the listeners. This is off the wheels. My worst rookie is Clavon Chisson, the edge rusher for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We like picking on the I... same dudes, eh? <laughs> Well, it it's turns easy. out the guys who are bad continue to be bad. Whoa. Hear me out, though. It started hot for Chazon against the Lions. Where on on the Lions, I think it was their opening drive, uh, they got a big third and five s- stop, but Chazon lined up offside and allowed the oh. first down to happen, and then they gave him a touchdown. And after that, he he, I didn't think he made a play, but I thought I I saw him out there for a lot of snaps while I'm watching this game, I'm like. But I don't think he, he's in on anything. So I, after I checked, he didn't record a tackle, and he paid, played 71% of snaps. I'm watching him for a lot of this. Every time he rush to the passer, except for one spin move he pulled off, every time he's rushing the passer, he's just getting stonewalled. He. I know we're six games in, but part of it is I don't think the Jaguars have any plan whatsoever with him. Yeah. Also, Josh Allen wasn't playing. Um, but it's just you're not seeing him being used in any – Good way. I don't know. I don't know what they think they have in him. They don't really. They they they. From time to time, they'll have him play a off ball linebacker, but not very consistently. And then, like, I don't know. I think he should be for the time being. They're starting Sam linebacker and rush the passer. Like, and obviously as a Sam, he's not gonna be on the field that much. And then rush the passer on on passing down.
0: Uh, did, was he just doing his old, he gets stonewalled and he flails his arms a couple times? and that's Yeah,
1: great. yeah, oh yeah. And like, that's like, this is now what, six games in and it, it's like that, we just, each week trade saying that about him.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's great.
1: It's, yeah, CJ Henderson, um, solid game. Not Nothing like DeRay home about, but I thought he played a solid game. The Lions did just really just torch Trey Hen- Hen- Herndon. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he got torched.
0: Um, that Jake secondary <laughs> is bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Josh Jones just kept getting called on pass interference. It was great. <laughs> that game was. Not how fun about to Dan-
0: watch. how did Daniel Thomas look? He had like nine tackles last week. My boy. Did he play a he, lot?
1: It, it, yeah, not a lot. But when he he, he he I respect how much he throws his body around. Yeah,
0: that's why I liked him.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that. Joe Schobert made a lot of plays, even though they couldn't stop the Lions.
0: Classic Joe Schobert, baby. Love Joe uh, prime Primetime star. I hesitate to pick this game because it started at 5 o'clock Eastern. Wasn't prime really time. wasn't really primetime, but it was supposed to be Thursday night, so I gave it to them. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. In the rain, they needed to rely on him big time, and he came through big time. Had under 61 yards on 26 carries, 94 yards after contact. That's impressive. Uh, kind of back to the Clyde edwards alaire we saw, uh, what, week one where he's breaking tackles. I think he broke four tackles. And just every time he touched the ball, it felt like he was going to make something happen. And, uh, hey, hey, had a touchdown on a bad flag, brought it back that wasn't a hold. Uh, I think he was the easy choice, to be honest. He was also my choice. There were, I mean,
1: there wasn't a lot else to no. pick from, and he had an incredible game. Like, the the offense heavily used him, it felt like, for the first time. Yep since since Um, week one yeah yeah just to burn his legs now that they got Lev Bell in the in the (laughs) the building Uh, but yeah no he was just bouncing off everything Um, but he he was making plays inside and outside I thought it it was it's one of the best rushing performances I think we've seen this season in general
0: yeah agreed the rain was fun I don't know it it was a lot of fun imagine trading him in fantasy though
1: yeah, well, I mean, when you can get Justin Herbert, you have to do it, okay? <laughs> uh, in a yeah. two in a two QP league where it makes more sense to have quarterbacks than running backs, for the record, for the listener. <laughs> in a, a full dynasty league where our rosters are 45
0: players. It's 40, okay? It's just 45 because I'm lazy and it's it gives me breathing space. Anyways, underwhelming performance, Rob, where are you going? I, I hate to to pick this guy because he's played so well to this point but oh, Jedrick Wills I'm doing a hate to pick this guy too so that I'm glad
1: okay yeah Jedrick Wills I mean it was the whole Browns offensive line they, they had been mm-hmm. kind of carrying that team and giving them an identity and then they ran into the, the steel curtain defense and as a whole like nobody looked good up front so it's hard to just kill the rookie left tackle um but Dupree got the best of them a handful of times they were blitzing the hell out of them too and Baker Mayfield looked horrible um it's uh, again it's hard to hard to kill him but uh it, it was underwhelming
0: uh I'm doing the same thing except the complete opposite if that makes any sense uh Chase young it Doesn't was make sense no hold on he, he was underwhelming because it, he didn't ruin the Giants off line like I expected it wasn't a bad game at all like I think he got credit with the TFL uh he forced Jones into a red zone pick that maybe should have came back but anyways uh, wasn't as stout against the run as he usually is. And, like, Daniel Jones... Coming off the injury, though. I know, I'm not being mean. It's like, I just, I was hoping he was going to smoke them, which he, uh, you know, it's been easily. It, like, it's not did... a bad game at all. It's just, like, I was ready for him to fucking toast this Giants line. And it... Go ahead, What you're going to ask a question? Dude.
1: Did Andrew Thomas... How did he
0: play? Yeah. Okay, better, I would say. But they were mixing Pert in, and I'll talk about that more later, but... Yes! Yeah, they're mixing – it was weird. It wasn't just the first quarter either. They kind of just mixed them in. And now uh, Judge already is saying it, he's not committing to Thomas being a starter. But it lit a bit of a fire. It's good. But I didn't see much of a difference between Thomas and Pert. Ah, we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, I'll, anyways. Uh, Daniel Jones kept keeping it on the, on the old zone read and uh, getting yards. And Young was there and kind of just missed it a couple times. Again, not a bad game at all. I just was ready for him to – like. I chose this game hoping, I mean, I already knew the result, but i hoping that he was just going to fucking dominate, uh, which he didn't. So that's my pick.
1: Um, I will add, I've got two more. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, it's just, it's still, Classic. like, it was, a, like, he had over 100 total yards, um, 55 receiving, 60 on the ground. But it just, especially in a week where you see DeAndre Swift and Clyde Edwards a layer go off, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of waiting for it with Jonathan Taylor and. Almost felt like he had as much hype as any rookie this year. Was,
0: like, yeah, he was expected to be the best statistically of the bunch.
1: And then Marlon Mack goes down, and, and everyone's like, "Well, it's fine." Like Jonathan Taylor's going to go off, and he really hasn't. Um, they've the the offense as a whole struggles. Philip Rivers has been very not great. Um, but you're just waiting for him to rip off these big plays, and it's still not happening. And he's a freak of nature as an athlete, and so you're, you're waiting for him. He's going to have one run where. They run run him off Quentin Nelson's ass. He breaks a couple a couple tackles and, and houses one. It still hasn't happened, and
0: it, it's been a not, lot like, of him kill... going down on first contact.
1: Yes, and, and his lack of vision is a little alarming. Um, like again, uh, underwhelming just because you're waiting for it. Yeah. And it's, it's the Bengals, and it's still not happening. And like th- through six games, to me, he looks like he he's a fine number two NFL running back. Which, again, he's a rookie, so it's hard to kill him. But when you see Clyde Everett D'Alaire and DeAndre Swift torching defenses, you're you're hoping to see a game soon where Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. goes off. Very much um, so. Do you have anybody else, or should I jump to my last
0: No, go, go to your last one. I, I, I didn't have too many rookies I found this week, to be honest. But anyway, yeah, go.
1: Uh, Jerry Judy. Uh, okay. Against the Patriots, that game was, oh, God, so many field goals. <laughs> it was just Brandon McManus hitting, like, f- bomb field goals. He's sick, by the way. He's my rookie of the week. Um, <laughs> they they beat the Patriots 18-12. Uh, he – it was just you, – you thought – you're hoping with lockback that they might yeah. um, hit some more big plays. But it it was – like, not – he didn't see an absolute ton of targets. But I also thought he struggled to create separation. Um, th- and, and just lacked a little bit of chemistry with Locke. Again, it's hard to kill him, but it's when you see Justin Jefferson every other week going off, Chase Claypool going like these other stub rookies having those. It, J- Jerry Judy hasn't had that game yet, right? He's had, like the, he had that, the
0: one moment, yeah, exactly. Yes, but. he had
1: the he had the mossing of the Jets, but and, and he hasn't been bad or anything like I, by any stretch. But you're just kind of waiting for this his game when all these other guys are doing it.
0: Yeah, I I get it. It's just like the Broncos' offense has been a mess, and like you said, it was Locke's first game back. Not killing him for anything, but, you know, I I get it.
1: He's uh, he's better than Deshaun Hamilton, I'll tell you that for
0: free. Go fuck off. (laughs) You're right, though.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, who looks like a hit?
0: Jeremy Chin, man. He had a great pick. Kind of just dropped off his guy, fell back, uh, high-pointed the ball. It was a bad throw from Foles, but still, like I just think like Chin's been such a force for the Panthers. Like even when he isn't putting up big stats, it just feels like his ability to get sideline to sideline, uh, play balls to the wall like every snap, it just feels like mm-hmm. so huge for the Panthers being competitive this year. Uh, aside from you know the great scheming by Brady and Co. on offense, but and, and like for a young defense, I, f- I, I I'm not confirming anything, but he feels like the leader there, and I I just think. That all coming together for a second round guy that slept a little bit, um, it's been great, and I think he's he's awesome.
1: Yeah, he every every time you watch the Panthers, he's an energizer bunny for them. Yeah. He it feels like he's in on every tackle, he cleans up everything, um, and they have pieces there. Like obviously, there's Derek Brown, Shaq Thompson, Dante Jackson, but. I it think, already, like you said, it already feels like he's kind of he, yeah. he's he's giving off that dude alpha energy when you watch yeah. that Panthers defense.
0: Yeah, and that's what I think we both expect from Derek Brown, that hasn't come. But I, this might have been his ba- best game. He, he got, a, I think he got a couple of hurries in there against against Foles and Co. But but he, he I mean, he uh, we mentioned he looked good against the Cardinals
1: and the Chargers. I think he had like three TFLs against the Cardinals.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's starting to put it together.
1: He he's just inconsistent. He struggles against good offensive lines, yeah. like or slash the Falcons, uh, and then uh, he feasts on the lesser offensive
0: lines. Yeah, that's pretty much. But like that's that's not bad for a rookie. It's just a little disappointing. No, no, no.
1: I'm also yeah. I've I've also been overly hard on him. I think
0: yeah. Not fair enough.
1: Um, looks like a hit for me. Chase Claypool. Hell yeah, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. I loved the pick when it happened. A lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans on my. My Steeler Twitter didn't love the pick. Uh, Uh, A lot of draft Twitter people didn't
0: love the pick. Can I say I didn't didn't love the pick because I knew I was too low on him once the Steelers took him?
1: (laughs) Ha ha ha. I love the pick as a Steelers fan, as as a Canadian, Canadian. (laughs) as a long-time Irish fan. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, six touches, 75 yards, two touchdowns against the Browns. He, he had another uh, jet sweep touchdown. Matt, Matt Canada's influence is all over this offense, which is hilarious to me because we've been long-time Matt Canada stance even through the bad times. And yep. he's the quarterback coach in Pittsburgh now. And they incorporated a lot of jet motion, which is his bread and butter. I think he's going to be an offensive coordinator um, – in college football again soon. He should be. I yeah. hope so. At least. He he is a good. I mean, he did well with Maryland given the circumstances. Yeah. It
0: was just the LSU uh, job. Yeah, I know. Kind of like
1: dirtied his name. Yeah. It dirtied his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Claypool just his his size and his speed are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger clearly trusts him already. Um, especially with Deontay Johnson uh, dealing with injuries, like Claypool's just been the dude. He's already in the last two weeks he's been the focal point of, of the passing game and uh, he, he's just so much fun to watch he's just such a he I, I think he's this class is DK Metcalf where he was a freak in nature and people still ha- had certain questions about him he he slid it, obviously it's not the same level as DK because a lot of people thought DK Metcalf was a, a first round talent yeah um, but Claypool just is such a freak that it's just panning out and he land when you land with the right situation too like DK mm-hmm. Metcalf in Seattle and Chase Claypool in Pittsburgh.
0: Pretty perfect, Rob. Happy for both of us, eh?
1: Mapletron. Yeah, it's nice to have a stub wide receiver,
0: isn't it? It's beautiful. I, I I swear, I say this to you every week. I still can't believe Metcalf's a Seahawk. It's weird. And you'll be saying that about Claypool next year, Rob. Uh, Cl-
1: Claypool and uh, DK, both uh, fun social media follows as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's true. Good guys. Anyways. All right, who... <laughs> Looks like a who miss. You got is a miss. Yeah, looks like a miss for me. This is one that I kind of just wanted to talk about more than anything. AJ Epinesa, who... Oh, I've got him somewhere. Okay. Positively, I hope not. <laughs> I... No.
1: No. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's let's talk about him now, then. I I, I do have another one, but uh, we'll get there in a sec. 22 snaps on Monday. Uh, did get credited with the pressure, but going back to y- last week, he got yanked off the field when he jumped offside in that brutal situation. Uh, and he just hasn't played that much. And, I mean, we we didn't think he was going to be on the field too much early in his career, but we also thought the Bills' front seven was good, which it isn't, because they were just getting gashed by Clyde edwards And that, that Chiefs off the line was moving them like crazy. Um, and I don't know, just him not getting on the field isn't a great thing for a guy that um, – I forget where, where you had him um, on your board. I think I had him, what, top – 35 for me I, I i certainly did uh yeah i i sorry not, i was higher i was t- i had him 21 so that looks like a big miss for me again it's early but uh not 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 a great look especially for a guy that i thought would fit the nfl well and I, I thought like he'd look good when he's on the field you know what i mean even if he's not getting on the field a lot like the bills bench harrison phillips and uh whoever the hell else just healthy scratch them so like they're really trying to get things going and uh on the defensive line and is not working there
1: yeah, I put him under needs to step it up because yeah. they the Bills obviously didn't have a first round pick because so they traded for Stephon Diggs and he, he was their first pick. Um, their defensive line hasn't been playing well. I Like you mentioned, we didn't think he would have a huge role early in his career because they, they have depth there, but as it turns out, not all that great in the yeah. end. Yeah. And, 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 and they lack so much pass rush right now, and you'd hope he could provide something because he's so – or at least at Iowa, he was so good with his hands. Yeah. And it made up for some of his lack of athleticism. But to this point, he's went on the field not making much of an impact. And it makes you question maybe that lack of athleticism will, should have been more of a concern in our evaluations. Uh, I, I personally really struggle sometimes with, with going back and forth like – you – how much do you take in how poor an athlete is, but versus how good the tape was? And vice versa, like, this guy's a freak athlete, but the tape isn't that good. Where does it mesh? The NFL looks struggles like he's gonna with take, too, so. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like it's going to take longer for his development um, than we suspected because I, I thought he would, like, maybe not light the league on fire or anything, but I thought he would be a competent football player Agreed. when he gets in there because of the leverage, because of the hands, because of the power. Yeah. And just how good he was against the run at Iowa as well. He Versus, like, he gets on the field. He's, he's done nothing to this point in his yep. career.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Uh, I'll give you Jeff Gladney.
0: Fuck, yeah. Another <laughs> another guy we had in our 20s, I think. Both of us. <laughs>
1: um, he really struggled against the Falcons. He forced a fumble, and hey. he's very active. He's a very feisty, active tackler. But he's really struggling as an outside corner. And uh, maybe maybe he makes that shift to nickel, uh, we'll see but just overwhelmed by size uh was kind of one of my takeaways struggled with julio jones calvin ridley's running uh gave him some issues it's a tough matchup
0: it,
1: yeah no it was definitely not an easy one it's it just here he has to make good the other the the other two vikings corners that are also rookies definitely outplayed them against the falcons
0: fair enough uh, i'll throw one more in here for uh for uh posterity stake uh T Higgins, baby, who I wasn't ready to—I know I'm dipping here—but I know i am dipping i was not ready to say I missed a few weeks ago because I was waiting for his big game. Here it was, 125 yards, yeah. six grabs. Uh, so yeah, I was too low, and he—he he looks like he'll be there, Z, for a long time there. And
1: I, I already threw him under this—I think what a week or two ago, two,
0: two weeks ago. Yeah, I think that after the yeah. Eagles game. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Eagles, I bet they need to trim their nose hairs. Uh, Manscaped just released the wagger, a nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system, Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. You wouldn't want it to just be powerful and not rechargeable and you wouldn't want it to be just rechargeable and not powerful. This gives you both. Have you ever... I made that up myself, AJ. Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? If you did, you're dead and you're in a fucking grave. Rest in peace. That that might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Personally... I couldn't get a date until I started using the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping using the code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. Um, and the World Series is on right now, actually. Plus, there's NFL every weekend And when college football games aren't postponed or canceled, they happen. So, head to bet online and gamble away all your life savings. But don't do that because that would mean you have a problem. We don't gamble if we have problems. Use gambling. I've dug myself into a hole. Use gambling as a fun way to enjoy sports with minimal bets. Does this sound like I'm reading a real ad? Because I'm not. (laughs) It's all made up myself. It
0: sounds like you're in a hole here, bud.
1: So, maybe a $5 bet. Maybe a parlay. Do what is fun and not yes. what will play get within you your limits, Rob. There it is. Thanks for saving me. Bet
0: online. Uh, okay, who needs to step it up, AJ? <laughs> I already said. <laughs>
1: I already said AJ Epinesa. Uh
0: Yeah, here we're, I'm going to go with a couple of Robs and AJ's greatest hits down the stretch here. So let's get ready. Hey, you let it in. Speak. You'll see. Don't worry. Speaking of the Eagles, I oh, know you'll get it right away. John Hightower, baby. <laughs> I think you had still your not lesson. good. No, he's still not good, Rob. Had a brutal fucking drop on a would-be touchdown. Uh, Shit. (laughs) Wentz can't get anything from anyone. The receivers are so bad this week. Offensive lines garbage, and he's kind of better now, so there we go. Anyways, he did get a 50-yard catch. That was big for them, but that's his only catch. One catch, 50 yards. Had four uh, targets. He's a nine-trick pony like I tried to tell you over a year ago now, baby, and now he can't catch either, so it's great. It's a perfect recipe. Uh, Quez Watkins is back, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think he caught the ball. Uh, Greg Ward is, is going back to being a quarterback. Uh, JR J. J.J.R. White's a massive miss for A.J. Uh, they, they need, they still need John Hightower to step up. And I mean, when he's, he, when he's flying, he's getting open, but, uh, he can't catch. And he did one time, 50 yards, but he's got to catch the other one. It would have been a touchdown. So, John Hightower, get open and catch the ball, please. Wow, you just dunked on him. Fuck mean. you, Daniel Jeremiah, and your evaluation, too. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Okay, we're just calling people in there. Do you have anybody else, or should we move on?
0: No, let's move on. You want? We want more greatest hits, Rob. Not ready to play? Isaiah Simmons, because, I mean, he must not be, right? <laughs> Fuck. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, this game was over in the first quarter. I, I know it was, what, 14 nothing, but it was over. Uh, the Cowboys' offense was garbage, uh, and Simmons still played, like, 18 snaps. Sick.
1: 21
0: snaps. I think 3 of them so were, were special teams. I don't know. I no, saw
1: 10 i I've got it open. 21 defensive snaps, 10 special teams snaps. Okay, that's cool. pretty good. Cuz I saw Great two
0: day. I saw 21 somewhere else and I saw 18 somewhere else. So I, hey, I, he accidentally broke he broke up a pass by accident. That's what I was about to get to. Baby, the ball did hit him in the back. Uh and he was there, I guess. He carried the receiver downfield. So that was nice, but uh this is just getting crazy that he can't get on the field. Oh, sorry. I've decided, yeah, go ahead.
1: I've decided they should give up on him as a linebacker and make him a box safety.
0: I don't know, man. It's like just make him Cam Chancellor. Yeah, why not? Why not? But I mean, they got safeties. Buda Baker had the game of his goddamn life.
1: I swear to God, that was one of the greatest safety games I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. I absolutely fantastic. Byron Murphy had a great game. Uh, Thompson wasn't bad. Like it was the, the young secondary guys showed up. Yeah, just keep drafting UWDBs DBs. And keep playing Andy Dalton, correct.
1: God, I love UWDBs. DBs. I can't wait to live there one day. Um, okay, I, I'll throw two corners at you. Trevon Diggs, who was also in this game.
0: <laughs> but um, he was better. He wasn't... Yeah.
1: He, I was going to say, he wasn't, like, absolutely torched or anything, but he, he like, I don't know. He just doesn't have... Like... The the one that really bothered me is when they were in mesh and he just got so lost. Neandre mm-hmm. Hopkins picked up like forty yards on the yeah. catch and run. Yeah, yeah. And and like he just doesn't look like he should be on the field yet. But whole, which
0: you're you're right. But like he might like he makes the best like, plays in that secondary. I'm not saying he's the, the I don't know how to put it because Daryl Worley is like I swear to God I've saw people standing Daryl Worley. He's like, a pin up. Yeah. No, he's garbage. He's not good. Sorry, Daryl Worley. That secondary is a disaster. Happen. I know. I'm being an asshole today. I don't know why. Um, that secondary is so bad. So, like...
1: Uh, so, I, I guess your point is they can't afford not to play him.
0: Yeah. I think that... Thank you, Ralph. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rather than just ruin Daryl Worley's life and burn his family to the ground <laughs> the way you were there. Um, I also put AJ Terrell, who... He had a, he had a pretty solid first half.
0: Yeah.
1: And, that, and then it kind of... Went a little bit downhill from there. Uh, had an interception on. Uh, it was a pretty sick interception too, uh, on an underthrown or like a, a, a poorly placed ball. So,
0: he sounds um, like you should win rookie of the week. Okay, continue. He,
1: yeah, had a had a nice TFL. Really, really nice tackling actually. But in the second half, um, he he really struggled in man coverage. Mm-hmm. He just like he looks versus Trevon Diggs, who I just don't think is going to end up being that good. A.J. Terrell, you saw the potential there, um, and but then the second half, he just got kind of overwhelmed against Adam Thielen against Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but I, I th- like it was a. I, that's why I'm, it wasn't like a horrible performance or anything. I think that, uh, again, they can't really afford not to play him though. So yeah, I don't you,
0: know. you sound so torn. Coming off COVID, uh, I, I think that's a good game, and he deserves the Pepsi Rookie of the Week nomination that he got. <laughs> Wait, he got nominated for rookie of the week. Yeah, he's one of the nominations. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's a a bad week this week. That's true. He's also my. Who else was nominated? Uh, um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, a guy guy I'm gonna mention in a second, Justin Jefferson. Wait,
1: wait, it's not offensive and defensive. How did? Why wasn't it solved?
0: No, no, it's one. It's I don't I don't know how it works. I really have no idea. It's like five guys. It should be Jefferson,
1: <clears throat> Wirfs, Swift, O'Leary.
0: Swift is one Claypool. Of them, yeah. uh, Claypool wasn't.
1: Hey. Anyway, uh, okay. Best day three rookie. Uh,
0: <laughs> Solomon Kinley. Who, uh, hey, shout out to Matt hey. McCune again, baby, because he was mauling again, and uh, he's obviously been great. We have mentioned him multiple times, and I honestly he's been getting better too, because especially in pass protection, it, like I, I felt like early in the year, you. I, you know, I'll say, you were giving me a little too much credit. All right, Rob. But now, now he, he definitely deserves Look. it. I'm just being Oh, an wait,
1: asshole. now that you've decided? <laughs> I
0: hate you. No, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's gotten better in pass protection. And he's still mauling in the run. Um, and we touched upon earlier, and maybe that's a good reason why Tua is playing now. And, uh,. Uh, Robert Hunt looked pretty good, too, while we are here, too. So, uh, that's huge. Well, yeah, because
1: he, with, with, especially, yeah, Austin Jackson went to IR. They moved Jesse Davis to left tackle and inserted Robert Hunt. Yep. And, obviously, it's not ideal they lose Austin Jackson, but it's nice to see that Hunt looks like the future at right tackle.
0: Yeah, exactly. Very much so.
1: Um, I went with two rookie guards, also, drafted Whoa. on day three, because that's the segment. Um <laughs> Kevin Dotson with the Steelers got the start at right guard for injured David DeCastro, and then our king Michael and who I don't know he's playing right tackle one plays- snap, the next he's playing left guard. Now he's a right guard. The Patriots are moving everybody around. Has anyone um,
0: talked about why they're doing that?
1: Well, in this game, it ha- it was well, it was partially because injuries like Illuminor okay. um, is why he was starting at right tackle. And yep. then, uh And then, oh, did someone get hurt? Did they just do it? Now I'm not I, so think, sure. I think
0: Wynn was out for a couple plays. It was you know.
1: weird though, because sometimes, like, it, it started with Heron, who's also a rookie at left tackle, Win at left guard. Yeah. Um, and Wenyu at right tackle. And then all of a sudden, like, they just like swapped Heron and Win.
0: I'm and telling then... you, Belichick's about to reinvent football oh, no. again by playing matchup <laughs> move... off the line. They moved Heron
1: to right tackle. They moved Onwenu um, to left guard. And then Hajalte Froholt was in. I don't know what was going on. I was just, yeah. Anyway, Michael and Wenyu, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, <he's> um, <laughs> He, 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 he uh, um, one of Cam Newton's best plays came early in the first half. He threw a perfect cut block to spring the run. Uh, he just mauls people. I think he is a, again, a 10 year starter at guard. He, in, in pass protection too, just locked down against, uh, like a, a pretty creative Broncos front seven, mm-hmm. and, and he he was they, they they had issues the with the offensive line, and it was never him. Uh, and then with Dotson, it's just DeCastro one of the best guards in football, and Dotson inserted, and in it was just like DeCastro wasn't even missed. Um, I think with once DeCastro's healthy, uh, Matt Father's probably going to be a free like leaving free agency this offseason. Dotson is going to take over the left guard spot. Um just again a dude who wasn't even invited to the combine which is criminal and yeah, hey big hit for us top 100 on my board <clears throat> um and just he was killing people and he's just so good in the run game I mean, he him and on you have similar vibe about their playing style
0: yeah it felt like there's a lot of those uh guards in and kinley stress. too yeah hey, i three had do- of those guys. I had dotson and damian lewis back to back 83 and 84 baby Cool. That That's like nice. Yeah. All four of those guys. Damien
1: Lewis, too. Obviously, he was on a bio this week, but all four of those guys, similar kind of style.
0: Mm hmm. Very much so. Oh,
1: I have one more. Brayden okay. Man.
0: Yeah? 10 mm-hmm.
1: punts. 10 punts. <laughs> he was so baby. Ugh. Got me 15 fantasy points.
0: <laughs> you draft him in the first round, so. It was worth it. It was
1: sick. Uh, I love, hey, I, I'm telling you that one Texas AM game from like three years ago. I, remember. I was a little drunk on uh, Twisted Tea, I thought it was the greatest punter game I've ever seen. Uh, best undrafted rookie, uh,
0: hey, f- not friend of the trail, one of my guys, baby Jermichael Hasty. It wasn't like an amazing performance, but he came in uh after Moser got hurt, uh, unfortunately, again. And they, they mixed him in with like like just instead of McKinnon as Shani does. I don't think it was an amazing performance but like he got 37 yards and he looked pretty pretty shifty every time he touched the ball i don't I don't know what he's gonna be in this offense going forward but I, I guess he's gonna be mixed in until Simon Coleman comes back um and there was no really uh, great UDFA performance I know James Robinson could be here every week but it, maybe he's quietest game so.
1: Yeah, I put James Robinson because <laughs> he wasn't even that good. But like, there was an, I I didn't have any other undrafted rookies really making much of an impact. Yeah. Caught a gar- garbage time touchdown. Um, it wasn't really his fault though. Uh, the Lions' defense looked really really good. That's um, weird. And Gardner Minshew looked horrible.
0: Uh, I'm gonna I was gonna ask about Okuda, but I feel like he pr- maybe you maybe have him somewhere. I don't know.
1: No, I I don't. He was like it was more like they didn't even target him really mm. like i saw you know like mean, she was under throwing a lot of stuff
0: yeah i mean she was bad back-to-back weeks yeah yeah that sucks anyways uh hey <laughs> rookie who flash baby look who it is Cole Comets. it's first career touchdown uh it was a nice catch man it was in traffic it was contested nice throw from Foles too um, that that was that was good. I had another catch for eleven yards. Uh, maybe it's time for the Bears to work him in a bit more. Honestly, like he would be a nice piece for this offense if he emerges at a red zone threat. And they're what, five and one now, or the hell they're 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 very much in the playoff mix. They're probably going to make the playoffs even if they fall apart. Command um, could be a nice a nice piece if he, they can work him in more. And <laughs> he had one catch before this game. This is his first career touchdown. I don't know. Like if you get him some more red zone targets, why not? That's my uh, that's my spieler up. I'm you, so happy for you. You drafted him highest, so we might as well use him.
1: Uh, most weeks <laughs> I would have talked about DeAndre Swift somewhere else, but I just had so mm-hmm. many <laughs> wicked dudes. Um, Swift looked awesome against the Jaguars. They were playing Adrian Pearson early, and then Swift um, served off some chunk runs, had a 54-yard run. They they give it to him three straight times at like the goal line till he scored at one point. Had another rushing touchdown. Uh, 160 16 yards on the day, two TDs. I to me, he just like especially when you're watching Adrian Peterson and him, he looks so explosive in comparison. And he, my, one of my favorite runs was they 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 ran like um, they're running through the B gap. And it was just totally clogged. He fully reverses his field, cuts up, and he's just faster than everybody. <laughs> and p- Ends up picking up like 12, 15 yards. And there's a couple of runs like that. And a couple of inside runs were just banging people. It was a very complete rushing performance from Swift. Although all the majority came on one carry, I, I thought it was a really solid day from him. And he should see a lot more touches going forward. At yeah. least I would hope.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, is he going to though? Probably not, because they love Adrian Peterson, baby.
1: I also, uh, just a. Shout out T. Higgins. You mm-hmm. talked about him a little bit earlier. Uh Cam Danzler. He was fantastic around the line of scrimmage. That's, that's Had two a and a half TFLs. Big, oh wow. He, he's, yeah, he was awesome in run support. And uh he he kind of swallowed up any of the short uh passes that went his way. I, I, it was his best game by miles. Move him to safety. <laughs> Maybe. And uh Tyler Johnson because he caught a touchdown.
0: Hey. I, didn't, I forgot to put him down. I'm glad glad he mentioned it. Uh, Out of nowhere, Rook. Uh, Hey, another Pepsi Rookie of the Week nominee, baby. Mr. Relevant himself, Tate Crowder, who's been playing a lot for the Giants this year, but we haven't talked about him at all. Uh, Had 10 tackles, returned a fumble for a touchdown that won them the game with three and a half minutes left. And then because the Giants can't enjoy anything, he went on IR yesterday. But. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But yeah, he's played a lot for the Giants. He's. he's, like the Giants linebackers and like not great, but he's been all right, and like that's a big performance for Mr. Irrelevant. And then to even make the team and be playing immediately, that's impressive. So, uh, I think he deserved the, uh, the the big shout out this week, Rob. I will go with
1: Harrison Hand, the Vikings rookie mm-hmm. corner. He uh broke up a, a deep ball, he had a big special teams tackle. He looked like far more confident, competent, and confident than you'd expect out of uh, a day three rookie uh, corner in a secondary full of rookie corners. Uh, has a little swagger to him. I love his physicality. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was just it was an, it was nice.
0: They drafted so many DPs.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, okay,
0: so finally start the rook. Uh, I, I alluded to it earlier, Matt Pert, our f- favorite player, baby. I I thought he looked pretty good when he was in there, like. Not amazing at all, but I-, I thought he looked solid. I thought like, it wasn't much of a difference between him and Andrew Thomas. Uh, the-, the weird thing was, though, Fleming had like a good game, especially on Chase Young. Uh, they only give up one sack the- in-, in totality. But, um, I mean, this team is a disaster. The season is over, uh, I mean, even in the NFC East. Uh, play Pert I right tackle because that's where he fits anyways, and not as... A replacement for your goddamn fourth overall draft pick, like what? Doesn't make sense. And I, maybe it did light. We love light, Matt Pert. Yeah, we do. Maybe it did light a fire under Andrew Thomas a bit, but like, I, I I don't understand. By the way, sticking in the same game, uh, this is just I just wanted to mention this. Sadiq Charles got started. That's why I wanted to mention yeah. me here. And they got hurt on the second snap of the game, which yeah. really sucks. But dislocated knee. Yeah, started at uh, left or guard. Kneecap. Yeah, kneecap. Yep. That's sucks big time
1: uh, I'm gonna stick in the trenches of the NFC East and go with Neville Gallimore oh I like it look Dallas I know you're pretending you're competing for the NFC East and even if you win it you're gonna lose in the first round so who cares you're playing Trevon Diggs who's getting like torched every other week you don't have a whole lot going for you on the interior defensive line Tristan Hill's done Gerald McCoy's done start Neville Gallimore let's see what he's got he's a freaky athlete he's Canadian I uh, didn't pancake him, though. <laughs> uh, and, and Or at least have, like, I know his, his snap count has gone up the last two weeks, but at least have him, like, out there <laughs> in, in certain packages. I
0: just want to see what he's got. No, that's a good one. I, I, I didn't think about that, especially, like, you mentioned the, the injuries to IDL. I mean, Tristan Hill sucks, but he got hurt. So, um, yeah, get Gallimore in right there, man. Uh, that's a good pick.
1: All right. Uh hey, and we're no longer gonna make NFL picks on the show because uh you, you heard it. It wasn't great. Um, I was just gonna ramble with
0: the Vikings more, so
1: You uh you can follow us on Instagram at what's the ad, AJ?
0: I don't know. Seven Rounds in Heaven it'll pop uh, up.
1: Seven if Seven Rounds in Heaven it'll pop up. You follow us there. We're gonna put our picks up there. We also put things like Offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the week. Sure. Offensive and defensive prospect of the week. We spotlight different rookies and, and prospects for games. It's a lot of fun. We deserve the follow. Maybe we'll go live one day.
0: Hey, no, I, I will never do an Instagram <laughs> live. <laughs> Only if it's like after like 2 a.m. for some reason, like some other uh, Instagrams do. Hey, follow us on Twitter, what? I guess, too. Why not? Mean? Seven rounds in heaven. It's okay, too. Less content.
1: <laughs> it's okay.